Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. Now, Lucas, I don't know how athletic you are, but oh, you look very athletic. That's right. I am very athletic. I'm glad you noticed that, actually. Now, would you tell me some of the sports you play? Let's see. I play basketball, of basketball, course. Yes, like you're... Like... On Please like, Do Not. <laughs> of course. We saw um, your skills showcased. Volleyball, as well. Volleyball. is a good one. Uh, soccer. Ooh. Uh, lacrosse. Right. Wow. Marching band, which is a sport. So well, I, no, it is. Well, I don't and mean. So I'm good at that sport. Let's see what else. Yeah, curling, chess is a sport. Video games is a sport now. So, yeah, those are some of my sports. So it seems you do a little bit of everything. Yeah, they call me a jack of all trades. Well, are you jack? Are you trading in the pickleball variety these Ooh, days? Man, that is a great question. See, pickleball. Is something I'm phenomenal at. So I only didn't mention it because of how good I am. And just even mentioning it, I feel like is unnecessarily egotistical. Just because I'm so good. You're so good and you're so humble. So thank you for both of those. Yeah, you're Um, welcome. The biggest complaint I've been hearing in the pickleball circuit is that, honestly, it's a lot of ball and not a lot of pickle. I have been hearing the same things. Now, if you're breaking it down based on the letters and the words, you know, you expect it to be about 70% pickle and only 30% ball. But how many pickles pickles are you seeing on the pickleball court? Typically zero. I am quite ashamed of my favorite sport uh, only giving me ball and none pickle. (laughs) Disproportionate, for real. Disproportionate. Well, luckily for you and for our listeners, our sponsor today is aiming to fix that. (laughs) This episode, this is an actual sponsor uh, for the Pickle Paddle. Uh, This is a kind of an art um, creation of our friend Ian Themerton, friend of the podcast. Shout out to Ian. Um, Who has created amazing art on pickleball paddles. That he is now selling on Etsy. Or Instagram or in person if you live in the Provo Orem area. There's a place called the Underground Collective on Center Street that you can get them from. And if you want to see an image of it, you can pull up the video on YouTube if you're doing that. And here's what it looks like. Ooh. Look at how many pickles there are. Count them. There There are two designs. That's proportionate. I don't know how well you can see that. Well, but, just imagine if you're just a listener, pickles on a paddle. Pickles on a pickleball paddle. Pickles on a pickleball paddle. Um, pickles that look great, by the way. Ian designed <laughs> them, he drew them, he formatted it all great, and it looks awesome. It looks exactly like how you would want it to look. They are excited. I've already ordered my set of pickleball paddles, uh, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. So if you guys are interested, we highly recommend them. This is... Uh, you can find the pickle paddle at the pickle paddle on Instagram yeah. <laughs> uh, or on Etsy. So go ahead and check Same them out. On Etsy. We, yeah, we're happy to support and we're excited to have a sponsor this week. So, yeah, and the other fun thing is if you go to ianthemerton.com, you can buy them from there as well, or it'll redirect, redirect you to the Etsy link where you can find them, which <laughs> Perfect. is pretty fun. <laughs> so it's everywhere. Um, so, Lucas, hopefully that'll fix your. This disproportionate, uh, honestly, just offensive offensive nature of the game at the moment. 
and put things back in balance as well as make you look good and sexy and sexy on the and good at courts. the game <laughs> i mean i know i know most of you guys well all of you guys who are listening are not as good at pickleball as i am so you need to do something to help you like seem like you have a bit of an edge this will help with that because i guarantee this i mean now that i've started using the pickle paddle my level of expertise was already incredibly high and now it's even higher so the only way to even try to keep up is by consuming this paddle being a consumer of this paddle not eating don't it. You consume can eat it, too it. it looks delicious but it don't does eat it. look delicious it wouldn't be good to eat it because you need it to use it to play me in pickleball right and that's all we have for you. The Pickle Paddle. We love it. We want you to buy it. And uh, thanks to Ian Themerton. And welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. I'm Jared. Lucas. And no oh Niall? my gosh! Look at no other. It's just the two of us. Finally, finally, we got after here. long months of court battles, we were finally <laughs> able to get Niall's shares and uh, get him off the podcast. So <laughs> usurp him, <laughs> usurp him, hostile takeover. Um, <laughs> no, it's just Lucas and I. Niall is out of town. Uh, I will be out of town in upcoming episodes as well, so it's a little weird, but hey, we're here to give you some good content, and we're going to do our best without them. Uh, specifically this week, we decided to talk about a video game Niall hasn't played, but Perfect. many of you hopefully have, uh, and that is The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, the Ooh, new release this summer. Wow. Perfect. That's fun. Yeah, it's great because Niall hasn't played either of those games. So we're like, well, since he's gone, we might as well do something we couldn't do when he was here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the time when we want to do an episode, it's like we will say, this is the episode we want to do. Go and watch all yeah, of yeah. this thing. However, with these games, you really can hard. pour a ton of time <laughs> into it. And if you really want to experience it, we might not be able to talk about them for months. Yeah. So... This is the best way to go about it, I think. It's yeah, just get Nile out. Yeah, get Nile out and just do it. And the thing with that as well is if you have not played Tears of the Kingdom much or, ooh, Flash and the Zoa. Jared's got a Zoa. I've if got you're a listening. Zoa. It's pretty awesome. Um, so if you have not played it very much yet or at all or just are curious, we're going to just talk about our general reactions to it before we kind of really get into the gameplay and stuff like that. Um, if you don't want like anything about the game spoiled at all, I don't know that that's even possible to talk about it without doing, <laughs> saying at least something about it. But we'll just be like, at first we'll just talk about our general reactions, kind of like we do with movies, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of like kind of what we've been doing and where we've been spending our time and all that stuff. So just keep that in mind as you listen from here on out. Yeah, let's get into it, I guess. I'll start with my general reactions and thoughts to Breath of the Wild which I played all the way back on the Wii U. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Me as that, well, actually. <laughs> in that amazing transition period. <laughs> that was the last major game they released on Wii U, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Because it was initially developed for Wii U, and then it took so long that they're like, oh, guess this is a... Guess this is a Switch uh, game guess now. Guess this is both, yeah. Because <laughs> I think the one before that was Skyward Sword, right? 
the well that was for the wii that was for wii because there was never a wii u zelda game exclusive huh yeah and i'm pretty I sure that was not. the previous one and that was 2011 or 12 so it took like five or six years just like tears of the kingdom took i guess but yeah it was a long time coming and it's breath of the wild kind of changed zelda for the better in a lot of ways absolutely yeah i think as soon as this game came out a lot of people even started talking about okay when are we going to get an open world pokemon game when are we going to yeah. get an open world uh you know mario mario game star fox game <laughs> metroid, <laughs> metroid game. game um well i mean even since because of the popularity of this one i'm sure is what drove it but we got an open world sonic game right yeah true like and there been... is an open world pokemon game actually right is that arceus arceus and uh scarlet and violet are open world that's right but uh, so yeah. yeah like mission accomplished this changed the way nintendo's doing games which is pretty cool it's interesting because those pokemon games have gotten a lot of flack and criticism yeah. because of the graphics same with uh the sonic uh, yeah oh really it's uh frontiers right frontiers yeah yeah i've heard it's that like, game unless fun, you're but... playing on a ps5 yeah <laughs> the graphics are rough <laughs> like and just that... the the distance it loads in is oh, very small that's and so it. you're watching like the graphics just around you be good and then everything else is takes... just like it's <laughs> chunky. just so plain and chunky yeah Oof. that's interesting um See, the thing with Pokemon as well is that it's a Switch exclusive, and so the Switch does not have a lot of processing power, and so it's hard to put bigger games on the system, which is why a lot of the larger games that have come out on PS4 and or like Xbox One mm-hmm. and PS5 even uh, haven't been on Switch because the system just can't handle it. And so the developers have to like manually port it to Switch which some have done for some of the newer games that people they want you to play as well, but uh, yeah, it's it's just not a very strong system. The Nintendo exclusive games are awesome on it, like this and like right. you know Mario Party and Mario Kart, which is why you buy Nintendo systems. It's for the Nintendo games. You don't buy it for like, oh cool, I've always wanted to play, I don't know Assassin's Creed or whatever. <laughs> it's right. nice because it's portable, but now that there's like other portable options for gaming, Switch is just like mainly driven, from my perspective at least, by the Nintendo stuff and you know zelda being probably the most popular among the nintendo exclusives other than like mario but yeah absolutely nintendo is one of those companies that have very strong intellectual properties yeah and so being able to have exclusive rights to that is what gives them a lot of power yeah especially because the switch is it's portable but it's also built for kind of living room gaming yeah where you're playing smash with your family or Mm -hmm. mario kart or mario party it has these properties uh that are, are more less like online gaming or solo adventure huge scale like elden ring gaming yeah yeah you would not be able to run that on a switch very well <laughs> no chance <laughs> well the the i mean even that being said tears of the kingdom and breath of the wild have pretty expansive maps yeah and so it's cool to like see what they're able to do and and it's more of a cartoony animated style which works really well i think but they they do that so that they can pump more into the graphics and make it look more convincing excuse me i think (laughs) i think i just was choking on something (laughs) i'm not even eating right now or anything or drinking i just started started (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah they they have a great they do great job with that type of stuff so it's it's been fun to to play these games yeah, and I, I, that's one of the main things I wanted to say about 
these games it's it's just beautiful right mm-hmm. both games this game's in particular tears mm-hmm. of the kingdom is very pretty and very colorful the first place you're in is like in an autumn season state and yep. you walk out and it's just gorgeous oh yeah beautiful colors and uh yeah like everything about it is just so pretty and yeah i i, I want to talk a little bit about my again my initial thoughts for breath of the wild because that game when i played it and even to this day i've played it maybe two or three times all the way through yeah one of my favorite games that's i've ever played yeah me too it it has this kind of sense of like adventure and you want to discover every piece of the map you want to see everything there's yeah some repetitive mechanics to it right the main things you do discover are shrines which are Mm -hmm. just little puzzles or korok seeds (laughs) <laughs> which which are nothing are really nothing yeah <laughs> like they they help you grow your inventory but which is nice which is nice but still like those are the two really main things you can find out and discover yeah and so even with it being that limited it never felt oh this is it's just a shrine it's no this shrine is in a labyrinth and that's yeah. fun or yeah. this, this mm-hmm. shrine is you have to shoot an arrow when the sun is at a certain point and then it appears all mm-hmm. these things where the puzzles are interesting there's always something new to discover um yeah and even it makes fetch quests like exciting yeah. i thought like go and find 10 like illuminating stones and i'll give you one diamond i'm like done let's go let's do it see uh the thing i think these games just do so phenomenally well is constant like you it's it's addictive but it's constantly giving you things to do like once you pick it up it is so hard to put it down yeah like it's not the type of game it's like oh i'll just grind out a like 15 minute session in between whatever it's like there's always something you're like oh cool i found the shrine i'm gonna beat the shrine but now i want to go do this other shrine so i can get enough spirit orbs to get my heart now that i have my heart i can go fight this other guy and like there's just always another step or two or three or four steps in your brain where it's like okay cool i can do this and then this and then this and it's always like it doesn't like spoon feed you the stuff at all, but there's always stuff on the way where it's like just adding to the pile, adding to the stack of things that you want to do. And so it's so hard to find a stopping point. And because I don't have a job right now, I've just been looking for work. It's been so easy to just start playing and then not stop playing until yeah. it's like, Oh, it's 4am. I should probably go to sleep. And that has happened more than once <laughs> over the last couple <laughs> weeks yeah. so yeah it's just they're, they're just such fun games interesting thing about these games as well is breath of the wild came out when jared and i graduated high school in 2017 like right at the same time yeah and then now this game has come out when we are finishing college yeah and so it's like the perfect time where it's like those intermediary periods where you have more time than you should and it's like <laughs> here's a zelda game to yeah. use up all that time and so yeah, that, truly that's just like, kind of fun. i'm working full time on this game like i'm putting in eight hour days <laughs> oh, <laughs> five yeah. days a week <laughs> yeah i i force myself to not start playing until later and what i've started doing as well is bringing it to the gym and playing it on the treadmill because it's yeah. like at least it's something more to it and but i've like forced myself it's like okay i gotta get up i gotta work out i gotta you know eat lunch go for a walk whatever do stuff until like three or four ish and then i'm like okay feel like i've earned it to the point like i've earned enough and so i can 
sit down and burn away like eight hours in one set or you know four to eight hours however many it right. is um and it's been fun it's been so fun playing playing this one and similarly when high school was finishing up it was the same thing except i wasn't nearly as diligent i was just like cool just get home from school like i pumped 100 hours into that game and like like Breath of the Wild in like a month, month and a half. Just because <laughs> it was like I would get home and play that game until I went to bed every yeah. single day until high school ended and after high school ended until I just was like, all right, cool, I'm content. And then I beat it and then that was it. But yeah. yeah. I think another thing that uh, Breath of the Wild did well, but Tears of the Kingdom has now done incredibly, is they give you some abilities pretty early on. Yeah. And they're like, they explain how to use them. And then the puzzles throughout the game require to require you to use them in kind of inventive ways. Yeah. Right. In, you know, Breath of the Wild, it's a little more straightforward of how you're yeah. supposed to use the abilities. You see water, you use the water ability. Yeah. You see something metal, you use the metal ability. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> has exponentially grown that. With yeah. less abilities at the start, mm-hmm. they allow you to do so much more. And so I'm always trying to think, oh, like, like where am I in this puzzle? Do I need to be looking up, you know, for example? Yeah. Yep. Do I need to be, how do I construct something? Like, there are just interesting mechanics. How And, and it feels like you can solve every puzzle in different ways. It never feels like there's a set way you have to do it, which is just frustrating at times because <laughs> uh-huh. you're trying yeah. to figure out what am i supposed to be doing how am i supposed to do it and then you're just experimenting but then once you find it you're like okay that was a good puzzle uh-huh that was and, great and the thing with this these games as well um well i guess particularly in tears of the kingdom is it's like when you like i i knew nothing about this game i didn't watch any of the trailers except for the one that came out like 2021 when it was like the announcement trailer and it was just like right. link walking around it's like cool look here's link we're making another we're, they called it breath of the wild 2 back then like that was the only thing i'd seen from this game because i was like i don't need to watch the trailers i know i'm gonna play this game i don't need to be sold on it because it's just something i'm gonna get and so right. i had no idea what any of the abilities or anything would be i knew there was some sort of sky element to it but that was about it and so unlocking the abilities at the very beginning of the game, I was like, what the heck? Like fusion and like the Ascension one was what surprised me the most. Cause that's these, these abilities are so uh, like Zelda games have never done these types of abilities before, which I really love because they're kind of pushing the franchise forward. It's like the Ascension ability just was so surprising. Like you can just climb up through anything now. That's just like a thing link can do. That was really like, whoa, that is, I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. And then being able to fuse stuff to your items or your shields or each other, stick them together, create machines, all the Zonai devices, all that stuff has just been so entertaining. Like, it's just been so fun to be able to explore and figure out how to do that stuff optimally. Like, I, I've not spent as much time, like, building things as some people. Right. If, if you don't know much about this game, you've probably seen, like, reels and stuff of people making, like, attack helicopters and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just, like, laying waste to, like, a Bacoblin camp and not even doing anything. Yeah. That, that type just, of stuff. It's just Yeah, so killing, mo- like, 10, 15 different enemies or one insanely powerful enemy with the click of a button. Yeah. (laughs) And up until a patch that came out today, you could 
unlimited there you could duplicate your items an unlimited amount of times mm -hmm. they just patched it out this morning so if you haven't played the game yet you kind of missed out on it um i was an idiot and i only did diamonds which yeah. was great i mean i have unlimited rupees now because i just cashed them all in yeah but i was thinking like oh man i should have used it for like other resources too and now it's out of the game but you know yeah. now it's just like more of you have to play the game and explore <laughs> which is you know fun and fun yeah, I I only did that a little bit, partly because I hated not having so much resources. Well, yeah, I, I did it only with diamonds as well, yeah. and I didn't even do that many. Right, yeah. um, the main reason is they want you to use your items, specifically the gemstones, mm -hmm. for specific fusions and, and yep. things in this game. And so it's not like in Breath of the Wild where yeah, just sell them. Sell yeah, just sell them. They're, they're totally and That's useless. what they're there for. Yep. So I was like, oh, I'm not getting nearly as many rupees in this game. Mm -hmm. Like, in the first town, when I was trying to buy some armor, I was like, well, I've got 200 max. <laughs> 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 and I just wanted to avoid that, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that. I, I I really like how they've made every item useful. Because it, in Breath of the Wild, when I got like a Keese eyeball or whatever, it's like, cool. I maybe will use this to make some elixir or whatever. Or to dye your armor or something. Or dye your armor, exactly. But in this, it's like, Keese eyeballs are freaking awesome to get because they're homing this. And they've done such a cool, such a good job of creating these cool um, like uses for all these different items that in the last game you were just thrown away. And so it sucks not having like unlimited bombs, but bomb arrows are a lot better and just <clears> bombs <throat> in general are a lot more valuable. Mm -hmm. And so they've just kind of shifted the way the like item uh like management works and i i love it i prefer it way more at the beginning i was like ah, i don't love this but now you're sold. really really yeah i'm sold i i really really like the the changes and updates they've made to this game versus the last one yeah i think that was my one basically when they announced they were making a second mm -hmm. i was like cool okay yeah it's just gonna be another story same yeah, map like all these yeah. things yep um, and I think we're kind of going to start leaning more into spoiler territory. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Those are our initial thoughts. We like mm -hmm. both games. We love them, yeah. I oh, mean, cool. honestly, so for me, Breath of the Wild was one of my favorite games of all time. I actually just replayed it at the beginning of this year in preparation for Tears of the Kingdom nice. on Switch because I'd never had it on Switch. Um, and now Tears of the Kingdom, oh, it's so hard to say because it's so new. But I think I might like it more. Because it just takes everything Breath of the Wild does well and just builds on it and makes it even better. And so, yeah, it's definitely... Both games are definitely my top ten. Tears of the Kingdom, I think, is top five for sure. Maybe even, like, top three. Like, it's just so fun. It's such a good game. <laughs> it is. So, glowing praises. If you haven't played it or you don't have a Switch, it's worth the money. It's worth the time. Get it. Play it. It's just... They're awesome. Yeah, I would... on. I was thinking about this as well. I think how Breath of the Wild starts and the kind of mystery elements to it, yeah. I like more. Yeah, if, I I do like, I, I get what you mean. Like with so, 100 years and you have to like find your memories and all that type of stuff. 100 years, yeah, you're just opened up to this whole thing. You don't know what happened. In this game, you kind of got a gist of what happened. Obviously, it's so much more layered and leveled and mm -hmm. the hieroglyph kind of memory yeah difference yeah. Oh, was yeah. so fun so yeah. cool all of those made the, scenes were great it, it made the memories actually worth finding mm -hmm. because they don't really give you a lot of the story 
at the beginning of the game, which I liked a lot in Tears of the Kingdom, because it yeah. pushed me to go to the first, like, boss, because it was like, I don't know what's going on. I want to, like, get some story elements. And then you find the tears, and they actually, like, give you valuable information that you're interested in, and you kind of clear it off the map. Like, it's, it's mm. a lot more... Like, the smaller elements of this game are a lot better integrated into, like, making it integral to the story, so you, like, have to or want to do it. Even shrines. Like, I didn't get all the shrines in any of my playthroughs, but I... I really want to get all the shrines in this one because for Tears of the Kingdom, kind of spoiler if you haven't figured this out, um, all the shrines on the main level, um, on the depths, have a corresponding, not really shrine, but they're called like uh, seeds, something seeds, like the Bright Bloom seeds, but there's something, some bigger name for them. Well, it looks like the, the shrines have roots, basically. Yeah, the shrines have roots, exactly. And so you can, you can only unlock the map of the depths, the entire thing, by, in theory, finding all the shrines and then finding the corresponding seeds underneath. And so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing all the shrines because I'm just like – and they know they, they know that it bugs people to not have, like, a complete map. And so I'm like, I need to have that whole map. Even if I'm not right. going to, like, come, come 100% the game, I need that whole map. And that means I need all the shrines. And so – yeah, it's it's been fun just making that they've made every small part of the game a lot more meaningful and it motivates you a lot more to play it. Right. Whereas like Breath of the Wild was fun, but it wasn't as like necessary or integral. Yeah. So I think with that core story and everything, honestly, the excitement and the mystery and everything of Breath of the Wild still has been better, I think, in my memory of it right yeah and the times yeah. i've played it i just really enjoy that versus this one i think it's still very good very engaging very interesting it just, just hasn't story. really hit as much yeah the story mm-hmm. um so but as far as mechanics go and just playing the game yeah man this game is way just like leagues not like above i guess but like you were saying advanced, it takes like... everything and enhances it mm-hmm. they're like okay what did people like about the first game what did they not like about it how can we change and make this game you know fix everything so it's a great sequel um what i was gonna say is when they announced it um i was like okay it's the same map surely you know it's it's gotta be be another story Mm -hmm. is it like they're not gonna move the towns around so that's probably gonna be the same towns you're going to you know like what what are you gonna do? <laughs> what to are you make gonna it change? Yeah, to, to... Um, and first of all, as far as the map goes, they basically instead of saying no, we're not changing this overworld that much, instead we're building a sky area, sky areas, and we're building depths. Yeah. Which so was... now there's three levels to the world, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, they still have the same things you like from the first game, like the towers and everything change those up a little bit Mm -hmm. i i found myself turning corners and just like getting stuck in a place and then i have to like there's a part in the beginning of the game where i had to cut down trees stick them together angle them and climb out yeah yeah yeah. and i was like i thought i would just had to restart the game (laughs) until i was like no this isn't a bug they Mm -hmm. put me in a position i've got to be smart about it yep and i'm just thinking like man is this for kids? Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Really needing to think. It'd be hard to play this as a younger kid. 
Um, Breath of the Wild, I think you can get by pretty well. And other Zelda games, like, for sure. Like, especially yeah. the top-down Zelda games. This one, yeah, it's there's a lot of complex stuff that they've added to this. Where I, and I think that they've kind of become cognizant of the fact that, yeah, kids are the primary, I guess, marketing people they market to for their a lot of their games, like families, I guess. But yeah. with this one, it feels like, okay, adults are the ones who play Zelda for the most part. And so we're going to make a game that's more challenging and that will really require you to use your intuition and just figure out how to get out of certain situations. Um, like I was talking to Jared as well yesterday, and I was like, I, I with the phenomena, which are kind of like the divine beasts of this game, the four yeah. main bosses before you fight Ganondorf, I kept going too far in the quest without recruiting my sidekick and so i would get to the point where you're supposed to use their power and be like what am i even supposed to do here i don't i don't get it and so then i have mm-hmm. to backtrack and redo stuff and so there's all sorts of stuff like that where yeah you can get further in the game but then it makes you like hey you missed a step you gotta do this thing and so that that's been very fun and interesting as well where it's like it, it doesn't really guide you that much but it also requires you to do some things and doesn't like spoon feed it to you yeah um, let's talk about the divine beasts and the phenomenon and how mm-hmm. like they are very similar. Obviously yeah. you go to the four same places. You basically do a similar themed thing. Right. Um, but what, what, what do you like? What do you not like? How, how do they compare? Um, yeah. Which ones do you, did you prefer? Cause you've mm-hmm. completed all of them. Yeah. So I, Let's see. The the Rito one is the one that they want you to do first. They kind of push you to go to that one. You can do the other ones mm-hmm. before it, but that's the one where it's like, hey, you should go to Rito Village. And so it's like, okay. They show you where the other ones are, but that's the one they kind of prompt you to go to first, which I thought was good. Which kind of giving you some direction where in the last did one not. I did. You didn't like that? Well, I didn't do it. Just, oh, you didn't do it first. <laughs> I did it the same order I did it the like in, in Breath, of, Breath the of the Wild. Yeah. Which yeah. was the Zora first. Zora, yep. I did Zora Rita, first. And then, then uh, Gerudo. And then Goron. Okay, nice. Yeah. Both yeah. times. And I think it's a good order. Actually, yeah. I mean, I think Rito in both games is like the most useful. Yes, definitely. Skill. Yeah. That, that has been one thing where, because I played Breath of the Wild so recently, not mm-hmm. having that Rito ability where you can the jump Rivali up. The scale. Yeah. Oh. Dude, that has been tough to not have. And I get, obviously, why it's not in this one, because there's a lot more of that upwards element, and they give you ascension. But yeah. just even being able to jump up and then slow-mo attack people was just <laughs> so nice to have. But yeah. then the little kid, I don't remember the little birdie's name, that will like push you along. That has been Tulin. so useful. Yeah, Tulin. I think that's what it is. Yeah. That has been super useful in this game. Yeah. Where like the other three have their uses, but that's the one I'm consistently using. Yeah. The other three I'll kind of only bring out when I'm going to fight someone or I see like, oh, I need a shield or my rock guy. That is interesting that they kind of used – because he's kind of like a bomb. He serves the same <laughs> function as a bomb. So it's nice that they gave you an unlimited bomb element kind of with him. Yeah. And then that electricity arrow thing with the um, – what's her name? Riju from the yeah. Gerudo. Her <laughs> ability is super useful too, but it's like – it's crazy. Like that that one was in my opinion the hardest divine beast. That I or kept, the uh, phenomena. or the phenomena, yeah. That one just kept killing me. It was tough. 
And I was literally like, it, I literally just kept dying. And I found out that if you save a certain way into the fighting a guy, then it doesn't save your progress when you die and reset you to where the level of health is. But it does save how many resources you've consumed. So when you respawn in, you respawn with less than what you wanted, <laughs> but still at the beginning of the that boss. And I was like, that happened to me. And so I was like, oh, great. <laughs> great. I um, don't have arrows anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that one, oh, I think, boy. was my favorite of the final bosses, too, because it was so challenging and mm-hmm. it really kept you on your feet. Um, the other ones were all fun. Like, I, I don't love these in, ter- in comparison to, like, a classic Zelda dungeon. I do prefer that. I think they did a good job of making it more like a dungeon, but they still just say, hey, you have to find these five things and activate them all. And it's like, okay, like I get that, why you're doing it, because it makes you use the your friend's ability and all that and whatever, but I still prefer dungeon. That, With that being said, these were still a lot of fun. Like I enjoyed these, I think, more than the Divine Beasts in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But it, like I, I had a lot of fun with all four of them. I thought they were yeah. really cool. Like they pushed me, which was yeah. Awesome. I I agree. I th- I did the same thing you were talking about, where just you progress too much in the, without using the abilities. Yeah. Um, and I did that with the Sidon Water Temple. Yes. I was just like, how am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do here? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I want to go talk to this guy. And then he started following me around. I'm like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I got to go redo all of this. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the one it was the worst for me in was actually the Rito one because I hadn't, mm. like, that was the first one I did. Yeah. And I was like, how do you even do this? And I didn't have the companion. So I just had yeah. to go find him and do all that stuff. And I was like, okay. That makes a lot more sense now because I can't do certain things without him like pushing you to jump. And I, I really did like that one as well. How you had to like ascend little by little into the clouds. I thought yeah, that, that was, one was a lot of fun. That was cool. Um, yeah, I'd say overall with the phenomenon and the divine beasts, mm-hmm. what I loved about the divine beasts was how cinematic it got. Like when you were trying to enter the divine beasts. Yeah, yep. So my favorite part in all of Breath of the Wild was fighting the elephant beast mm-hmm. and you're on Sidon and you're like riding yeah, that was through the water. Yep, that and then was you really like cool. ascended up the waterfall and like slow shoot motion yes. shot the lightning arrows. So, so sick. And the that music was, awesome. was so cool. Mm-hmm. It was triumphant. It was excellent. Uh, and I miss that in this game. The closest we got was all of the Gerudo stuff. It yeah. was kind of spooky, terrifying, like yep. invasion. You were fighting. I off. did like the Super invasion cool. thing a lot. I thought that was a cool element. Yeah, and then even the boss fight. Yeah, where, yeah, that, that, yep. where they're just like they start crawling at you, like mm-hmm. at the halfway. Dude, point, that you're when like, you get to the halfway <gasps> point before go, you go, like go. activate the first mushroom, so you can get the light. It's like you, yeah. if you get hit, like you just keep getting pummeled. So that yeah, one, yeah that was spooky. You're like, run, 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 run. I, I did like the minecart part of the Goron one as well. How you're going around the mountain, you just have to keep launching him and like attacking oh, yeah. it. I, I liked how some of them had elements where you could, where you fought a piece of the divine beast or the phenomena at first, and then you mm-hmm. did it. I thought it was interesting. They called them like the temples in this one, where in the last one, they just called them the divine beasts. And I do like that you can revisit them because in the first one, once yeah. you beat it, that was it. You couldn't go They're back inside. Off. Yep. And so... I guess I'll just like transition into a few of my like 
criticisms or yeah. at least things for Tears of the Kingdom versus Breath of the Wild that I prefer. Um, in Tears of the Kingdom, I feel like the chests are a lot worse. Yeah. Like a lot of the times it's like I don't even bother opening chests sometimes because I'm like, what is it going to be like a freaking ten, a bundle of arrows? Like who cares? Yeah. Whereas in Breath of the Wild, I felt like a lot more of the resources were, or a lot more of the chests were like, oh, cool, it's like a ruby or a piece of clothing or whatever. If they felt more impactful. Yeah. The thing I will say that I like about this one, though, is that it's it's not as random where they give you the clothing items or like the better stuff. They like it's like a quest or it's like a side, um, it's a side quest or it's a shrine quest. It's like, hey finish this and then you'll be rewarded at the end and the reward is typically a article of clothing which i love that's like one of my favorite part about these games um is trying to collect all the clothes just because i yeah. love being able to do that and just have that one thing i will say with that though is that i wish they would have just changed a little bit about the ones that they bring back like i get that they have to bring back you know the flame guard stuff and the coat but if yeah. they had just altered it just a little bit, I, I would have preferred that because it's like, okay, I already had this exact same thing in the last game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, honestly, otherwise, there's not a ton to complain about like in this game. There's just minor elements where it would have been cool to see a slight update or change from the la- from Breath of the Wild into Tears of the Kingdom. But even then, it's like, cool. I, I loved this in the first one, so it's cool to have it again in this one. It, it's just been a lot of fun to be able to kind of explore and see all those different avenues. Yeah, definitely the small discoveries, right? Like in Breath of the Wild, I would see a chest and I'm like, well, that's my goal now. I got to yep. go open that chest. Yeah, exactly. See what's in there. Yeah, and now, because every shrine in both games has like one chest in it, yep. at least. That's a reward chest. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in Breath of the Wild, I wanted to get it. Make sure I got it every time. Yep. Like that, finishing the quest was secondary <laughs> to yeah, getting that to chest. To getting that chest, yeah. <laughs> in this one, yeah, I couldn't care less. And a yep. lot of that is because you're creating and enhancing your own weapons, mm-hmm. right? And so either you'll get a crappy weapon that you can use, like a hilt of a sword that you can yeah. put something on. or just a rusty or piece of junk. the thing you can put onto the sword. And it's like, mm-hmm. like yeah. I get better stuff putting on, to put on swords from killing bokoblins. Like a bokoblin, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like there really isn't that much incentive to put on... Or to, to go and get the chests. Mm-hmm. And again, like with how they're doing the armor and stuff, it I never feel like, oh, I'm going to be surprised one of these times and just yeah, that it's a, piece of a armor, climber's like, bandana yeah. or something. No, it's just, it's always same, same stuff. Mm-hmm. Always which, underwhelming. Yeah, which it, yeah, I agree. Again, like I said, underwhelming, but it's cool that it kind of guides you a little bit better. That is one thing I've noticed about this game is versus Breath of the Wild. I kind of mentioned this, but it, it really like walks you through it a lot better. I thought than breath of the wild did without it being like too on the nose or over the top. Like breath of the wild just didn't really give you a lot of clues in that regard in terms of finding specific things. This yeah. one, it's like, Hey, if you want to get the rubber armor, you have to do this. And it's like, Oh, cool. Or it's like, yeah. Hey, if you want to unlock the auto build ability, you have to go to the depths and talk to this guy and then you can get your zonite or processed and get the energy wells. And so it's like, I'm glad that it shows me how to do that type of stuff so that I can like do it and then benefit because sometimes it's like integral parts of the game or just stuff that is really fun to do. And it's nice that they'd really give you a good way of exploring that. Yeah. It, I would also say it really incentivizes 
reading and listening to what every character NPC is saying. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, every place has hidden secrets and little things you can find. And if you're not paying attention, you miss things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Also, like, the story, right? Every piece of the story adds a lot of lore and adds a lot of, hey, this is what's going on. This is why these things are happening. This is why this character is not around or why this character is Mm -hmm. all of that and so it's kind of i know with a lot of games i kind of have that mentality of skip 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 yeah yeah yeah. just like okay let me let me just get to it (laughs) Uh, yeah come on i know what i'm supposed to do stop (laughs) stop talking to me yeah um with this one it's like no okay what did they just say about a lost treasure somewhere because because i have to go do that now Uh like i I cannot i can't just i cannot go do that yeah so it's yeah, it's been fun. It's been really cool, in, it, in those kind of ways. It is cool that they've integrated because the first time I played um, Breath of the Wild, I did not play the DLC element of it, um, and then when I played it on the Switch more recently, I did. And so it's cool that they've integrated all of the DLC elements of Breath of the Wild into the main game in this one. Um, few examples of that are the tokens, the teleportation tokens. I don't know if you've gotten those where you can just put a token on the ground and then transport. You can go back to it. No, that was part of the so. DLC. Um, the motorcycle isn't in this one, I assume. But that was a part of the DLC. That that Because that was a guardian weapon. Um, but then a lot of the armor that you could unlock through the DLC is in this just base game. Yeah. Like the phantom armor from like the phantom hourglass stuff i don't know if you've found any of that stuff yet yeah um, i have not <laughs> but i haven't either Look, I just... i've played a lot yeah <laughs> but i haven't found there's so any... much to it like i found my i feel like i'm just barely starting to find armor like i just mm-hmm. got the gliders armor set which one the like the glider armor set oh i don't even have know i don't there? think i have that no it's like i found one uh in one of the sky Oh, nice. Parts. Yeah, I, I definitely like, okay, have that. Well, got to go find the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really like all the new armor and weapons, I was going to say, as well. Yeah. Like, I, I, I complained a bit about how they just ported over the old ones, but I really like how many new armors there are in this. Um, it's been cool. Like, the gloom armor. Uh, there's gloom armor, and there's, like, uh, glow armor and rubber armor. I don't know if rubber armor was in the last one. Or, like, sticky <sighs> it armor sounds... as well. I, I didn't get it if it was. I feel was. like the rubber was, but I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems yeah, like it was know. as well. But yeah. there's just, yeah, so so many more things. And then I, I want to talk a little bit about, like, Guardian weapons versus Zonite weapons. Sure. Or, like, just the Guardians versus Zonites. Like, which do you prefer? Boy. Um, I, well, first of all, I'm really sad there aren't Guardians in this game. Yeah. I love the flavor and the just the feel of all of the guardians even the minor guardians and mm-hmm. stuff yep. like going into a, a shrine and it says like major test of strength and uh-huh. you're like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> you know like, all right i guess we're doing this now <laughs> um I, I really love those yep. and the zone i i like the the lore mm-hmm. and the idea behind it uh, but just aesthetically and, and everything, like I, I don't like it as much. I agree. Yep, I totally agree. I, I like the Zonai. I think it's fine. But when I heard they were called Zonai and I saw their their what they looked like, I was like, mm, that's kind of an L. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> love that. I really like obviously the building elements and the batteries yeah. and Zonite and 
the uh, some of the weapons are cool like the zonite bow where you can charge it up and then it'll launch farther and things yeah. like that are really cool but yeah I, I do prefer guardians to um to zonite or the zonai in general but i do still like this a lot like it's it's not it doesn't take away anything from me from right. it being zonai versus guardians that was just kind of yeah an aesthetic i liked more in the first one was the guardians but i do like yeah see the thing with this one uh, tears of the kingdom is that it just expands because it's just base level game right where you have the main thing and it's it's just such a good simple fun game i mean it's not that simple yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun this one takes all of that and gives you two extra levels to it it says hey here's a totally different storyline which i do like that they didn't just rehash the same thing that they came up with something new mm-hmm. um but it's still ganondorf which i am excited about because i was like i really don't want like a new villain like i love how ganon was in the first one now it's ganondorf in this one slash the demon king or whatever you want to call him and the beginning of the game was really cool as well because you're you yeah. fully decked out. You got your thirty hearts. You got your three stamina rings. It's like, ooh man. You're like, that's more like. It. Yeah, that's more like it. And then you get <laughs> nerfed, obviously, because you have to play uh, yeah. the game. You can't just like start off infinitely good. <laughs> and I love the arm element actually of this game mm-hmm. a lot too. And I love the Master Sword quest in this. Have you gotten the Master Sword yet? Yeah. That was Dude, so it was, awesome. It was powerful. It was so like, cool. <laughs> Because I was not expecting that at all. I mean, they kind of mentioned spoilers, specific spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom. They kind of mention in some of the memories, like, oh, yeah, if you swallow one of these, you turn into a dragon. And it's like, okay, so Zelda's a dragon. Like, it's just like, cool, she's around here somewhere. And then when you finish the tears, you see the one cry, and it's like, oh, the Master Sword is in its head. And that's when you get the final memory, and then you jump onto the head, and you pull it out, and all that stuff was just so unexpected and really really fun and so yeah those those elements have just been so cool how they've changed it up a lot and given you a totally different story i also like how there wasn't a huge time jump from the last one because with breath of the wild it starts off and it's like you've been asleep for a hundred years and it's like okay whoa and in this one everyone knows who you are everyone knows link and zelda and it's kind of cool because there's not a oh yeah we have to fill this kid in on everything because he's been asleep and he doesn't know anything this one, it's more like, hey, here's this Zonai stuff that you can learn some stuff about, but it's not like you have no memory of anything. You're just a dumb kid who doesn't know anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's just been it's just been really fun how they mixed things up and kind of built on what they established in the last one. So I'll be very yeah. curious to see if they make another one of these. I kind of feel like they they they're gonna do a trilogy, but yeah. we'll see. Well. I- I want to go back to your talking about the Guardians really quick because those were the like the staple of the game were these big old machines, yep. you know, uh, Incredibles looking guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're really <laughs> walking good. around, uh, just blasting you for an insane amount of damage mm-hmm. unless you know how to use a pot lid effectively. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, they are not in this game, mm-hmm. right? Uh, instead, they populated the game with other monsters and kind of more unique monsters in some ways. Obviously, we've got some of the classics coming back. Yep. Um, but design and, changes a little bit with those, which I think is cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because they all have horns I, now. <laughs> they all they all have horns because... Because you can you use gotta have, horns. Make some weapons. Yep. <laughs> well, and I loved the... Well, I, I watched the trailer right before it came out because i didn't have it pre-ordered i was like yeah i'll just wait for people to you know kind of say what they think about it i love the first game 
I'm sure this one's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I don't need it right away. That was kind of my thought. Yeah. And then I watched the trailer that came out like... Like only a couple weeks ago. Like it wasn't very yeah, long ago. Like the most recent trailer yeah. uh, right before the game came out. And I saw King Ghidorah <laughs> from Godzilla. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, so I'm getting this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's just so many monsters throughout the world that are like that. Where mm-hmm. I see one... Kind of like in Skyrim when you're playing that and you just see a dragon. A dragon, yep. Coast over a mountain. You're like, oh boy. Right. Here we go. Let's get this you're dragon, You're either like, baby. let's run towards it or run away from it. Yeah, yeah. And I love that same feel for this game. Where in, in or Breath of the Wild, it was the same where you saw one of the dragons like in the distance and you're like, is, is that, that a dragon? Is that a dragon? <laughs> yeah. Just like in the air? Uh-huh. That's so sick. Yeah. In this game. They're not aggro in you... Breath of the Wild. <laughs> But in this one, they are. Well, the, the same types of yeah. dragons are not. Yeah, they're, the new ones, what do they the call them? Gleox. Like yeah. Yeah. Those are spooky. And I tried to fight one, and it did not go well, and I reloaded, and I'm like, well, I'll do that quest later. Yep, same. <laughs> uh, there's the there's an electricity one kind yep. of near a shrine that I was like, oh, maybe I'll try and fight this. And electricity-powered stuff is just so hard to fight anyway, and I immediately died and lost all my stuff. I was like, cool. Yeah, I'll come back yep. to this later when I get rubber armor, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. The the expansion of the enemies has been really cool, too. Right. Well, and I, I told my friend, I said, hey, no spoilers, but there's a big old monster that, like, I was just, I thought was so sick. And then they played the game for a long time, and they kept texting me, is this the one you're talking about? Is this uh-huh. the one you're talking about? And I was like, nope, 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 because there's so many. There's yeah, so there's many so I many. could yeah, have been so talking about. Yep. Which was the one you were talking about specifically? Um, I was talking about the Gleok. Okay, nice. Yeah. But they, I guess, didn't see one for a long time. And then nice. they're like, oh, you mean the three-headed dragon? That's like, yeah, the three-headed dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. So, yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, so it's important to note as well, neither Jared or I have beaten the final boss yet as well. Right. We just kind of wanted to do this because we've both put a lot of time into the game. But I'm not ready to be done with it. I like to, I think a lot of people like to kind of save the final boss to last and then put the game down. And I'm not ready to put it down, even though I've been playing it so much. I still want to explore stuff and do more shrines and find more armor and all that. And so I haven't fought the final boss yet. It's the Demon King, Same. obviously. Yeah. It's in Hyrule Castle. <laughs> but it's. We think. We, well, yeah. We if might there's a curveball and we fight yeah. Zelda or something. <laughs> well, yeah. It'd be kind of crazy. Could be. <laughs> Yeah. A version of Zelda, at least, because, I mean, there's that Zelda that is apparently at all the phenomena, but it's not really Zelda. So it yeah. could be, like, the Demon King in disguise. That's kind of been my assumption. Again, yeah. I haven't finished it yet, so we'll see. That's also mine, because in one of the memories, you see uh, fake Zelda try to kill yep. the old queen of Hyrule, Sonya. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, big spoilers, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Uh, um, well, this is just two friends talking about where they're at in the game, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're not spoiling anything for each other. So no, yeah, we're I just guess kinda... that's all that matters to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were warned. I mean, kind of. We've yeah. been kind of throwing more heavy spoilers in at unexpected points, though. So hopefully, we haven't ruined it too much for you. Um, right. At the end of the day, though, just highly recommend it. Even after hearing 100%. this type of stuff. It doesn't ruin the gameplay by any means, knowing certain no. plot elements or certain abilities that you can or cannot do. So if you're on the fence and you've listened this far, 
absolutely get it absolutely play yeah. it however i will say if you're a busy person you will don't. yeah don't you're not gonna have time for it just straight up you're gonna want to play it and you're gonna become sleep deprived or other mm-hmm. things you're gonna you know lose priority where maybe they shouldn't for jared and i right now unemployed it's kind of yeah. the perfect time for us to perfect. be playing hours and hours of this game <laughs> So. Are there more productive things we can be doing? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> in every in every way there is. Yeah, but you know, we kind of we need to reward ourselves because we've been having a long time in school and now we're not in school anymore. So, yeah. It's fun to not do that and be able to <laughs> play games for hours on end now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, I I I've, I I've pretty know. much satisfied everything I wanted to talk about. It, it's a fun game. You should play it. Jared, was there Absolutely. anything else you wanted to kind of add on or include or praise? I don't think so. I, I would just say, yeah, I've got friends who aren't big video game players mm-hmm. who played Breath of the Wild and just spent every waking hour playing it. Like, they just, yeah. there's so much to enjoy from any level of gamer. I'm not a huge gamer. Yeah, me either. Uh, Lucas not really. Either. I mean, like, I, I, I'll do this thing where I'll start playing a game and play it for a ton. Yeah, played a ton, but then I'll like kind of go in between different hobbies where I won't be playing a video game a lot. But yeah, I, so, I, I love games like this though. They're like single player story mode, open world. Those games are just awesome. And so absolutely. when there's one like this absolutely. that comes out and it sucks, man, it's like it's awesome. It's good and fun yeah. to be a part of it. It's it's one of those kind of checklist games, I'd say, yeah. where you start doing one thing and you're like, my to do list is one item. Okay, go to that tower. Mm-hmm and do that and then on your way to that tower you pass four shrines and you're like okay let's just make a note of that (laughs) so now my to-do list is two things right this tower and then these shrines and then you pass through a town and they're like did you hear about this and you know you're like okay well i mean i hadn't but i might as well do that (laughs) might as well do that and get involved in the town politics (laughs) and then uh yeah everything just slowly it's a downward spiral where that to-do list of one thing turns into a to-do list of 20. Yeah. But like, you're not, man, I gotta go do this. And yeah, it's, it's like, fun. I'm it's excited like, to go. Yeah, explore. it's, it's cool. It's, it's really, it's really awesome how it expands upon itself. And just to, it's so satisfying to do certain things too. Like killing certain enemies after fighting them over and over again. Like when you finally beat your first Lionel, it's just like, Oh yeah. Oh, it's oh, yeah. so euphoric. It's just amazing. Or those hand guys when you kill the phantom hands. Oh, killing that for the first time was that just like, was so yes. scary. And there's so many oh, of those as gosh. well. They're all over. And Man. sometimes you'll just run into them. And it's like cool. I guess I have to fight like, this no, thing. No, now. no, 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 no. Some enemies you can run away from. Those guys, no, they'll follow you. Like they will yeah. just keep pursuing you, and they're fast too, and they're, they're so regenerating. Fast. And so it's like if you don't fight them immediately, then they're just gonna keep getting stronger. And so. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's so awesome. I think my recommendation and, and maybe you'll have a similar one or a different one if you haven't played either play Breath of the Wild first yeah I would um, agree. just I, enjoy that don't try to rush through it either mm-hmm. enjoy it play it to your heart's content once you've gotten your 60 70 dollars worth out yeah. of it whatever it's selling at right now then move on to the next one same thing like there's so much to enjoy and explore and just savor every minute of it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it truly is an exploration and just have fun. Uh huh. Yeah. I totally agree. I, I, w- I will say like, 
you could play Tears of the Kingdom without having played Breath of the Wild. Sure. I wouldn't recommend it, though, either, just because there's so much fun stuff to do in Breath of the Wild that you might as well play it first. And as someone who just finished replaying Breath of the Wild, going straight into the Tears of the Kingdom, it's not, like, repetitive. Like, there are a couple elements where it's like, okay, yeah, I get this, I've done this. But there's so much <laughs> great stuff about both games that they really go well together. So... If you haven't played Breath of the Wild and you don't want to, you absolutely can play Tears of the Kingdom. However, if this game coming out is just motivation for you to now play Tears uh, Breath of the Wild for the first time, then do it. It's totally worth it. It's still a great game. You can probably get it for a lot less. I mean, you don't get it for quite as cheap as it should be. It's still probably 40 or 50 bucks, which is yeah, just obscene. But it's still worth the money, for sure, because yeah. it's so fun. So, yeah, I, I play them however you want, but play them at some point. I promise you it will be worth your time. Speaking of time, I think that's about all the time we've got for you. That's a perfect uh, that's, segue. <laughs> that's an hour we haven't been playing this game. Yeah, so it's kind of it's an, an hour, hour wasted. wasted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everyone so much for listening. Um, if you did not catch our news last time, we have a website now. Oh, It's mancavemovienight.com. So go check it out. Um, yeah, we've got... Like, it's a place you can access all of our episodes, uh, learn a little bit more about the podcast and about each of us, Um, as well as if you want to support the podcast, we do have a link on there where you can support us on Patreon. That Patreon right now just is kind of a shell, and we're going to be building it up once I get back from my vacation, so in about a month. Um, So no pressure to, but if you would like to support us, you're welcome to start there. Yeah, and thank um, you just for listening already. We love having your ears be tuned to our voices, and we will take as much time as we can. See, the nice thing about you listening to this is that you can listen while you play Tears of the Kingdom. We couldn't play Tears of the Kingdom at the same time as we're doing this, so you have a slight oh. advantage on us that in that regard. So, I don't know. You might as well give us that $3 Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> if you are playing this right now, Lucas, is there a place they should go and check out? Mm, like, is there a place on the map? The labyrinths in Tears of the Kingdom are really cool. They were great okay. in Breath of the Wild, but they're really they're even cooler in this one because there's awesome. just even more to it than yeah. Than those are on like the corners of the map, yep. basically. Yeah, and you can see, you can tell, you, you can, can tell, you know the what they are. They're just <laughs> you huge know what mazes. They are. It's like, oh, I wonder what this could possibly be. Yeah, yeah. So so. Jinx. I don't know if it'll be Jinx for the listeners, but it was a Jinx for me. It's totally a Jinx for me. And the last thing I was going to say is something that I've forgotten to say. So now I'm saying words that is not dead air. What was I going to say about this game? Oh, dang it. Well, it's good. Just play it. And thanks for listening. (laughs) We'll see you on another Man Game Movie Night Monday. Bye. Bye.